Hey y'all and welcome back to yet another episode of Money Making Honey, the podcast. It is me, the voice, Ray Bronex. And today, you guys, I'm going to be giving you a complete update and letting you know the real and the raw about both my move to Atlanta and me becoming a flight attendant. If you follow me on social media, then you already know those two things came together because I got a job as a flight attendant based in Atlanta, so I had to move to Atlanta. I didn't really have to move, but that's what I wanted to do anyway. That was my intention, to be a flight attendant and to live in Atlanta. And now that is my reality. So yeah, I manifested it. I manifested it. So if you want to watch how I got my job as a flight attendant and what that whole experience was for like like me was for me what it was like for me then there's um a video i dropped and i will put it in the link below so if you listen to this then it will be in the description of the podcast episode and if you're watching this on youtube it'll be in the description of this video okay so yeah y'all um today we always gotta start out with some gratitude so today i wrote in my journal that i am grateful for and for naps that's what I'm grateful for today. Actually, I'm getting a late start today because I woke up, I think at like 8 o'clock in the morning. And I won't feel in it, so I needed a nap. I had some things on my mind, so I had to nap them off. Um, y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm really going through a, a transitional time in my life. And, you know, going through a few things and trying to get my myself and my mind and things together. I'm not like said anything right now or today is just like some things I've been thinking about and just trying to figure out what the what the freak is going on. Which is perfect for this podcast because this move and this job are pretty much the most of the reasons for the things that I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. So I'm gonna to talk to you guys today about my life as a flight attendant and what it's like for me living in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, so I'm gonna let y'all know now, as far as me living in Atlanta, Georgia itself and like <laughs> the experience, if you listen to this, you can be disappointed because I don't do nothing but go to work. So that's that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give y'all the tea. So for those of you who may not know, I graduated from flight attendant training back on November the 18th, I believe, of 2021. So this month will make four months that I've been a flight attendant and that I've been living in Georgia, in, in, in Atlanta. Um, I moved literally the day after. The day after I graduated, I moved to Atlanta or like two days after whatever or the day after. Either way, it was boom, boom. Okay. Um. And yeah, it's coming up on four months. And if you know anything about being a flight attendant, the first year is always the hardest of them all. And I'm definitely feeling that, but I'm definitely pushing through it. So I broke it down into like five different categories just to talk to you guys about my experience as a flight attendant, living in Atlanta, you know, moving here and being a flight attendant, whatever. So first I'm going to talk to you about the job itself. Um, Well... Like I said, uh, being a flight attendant is a great job. It's a great opportunity. Like so many people want to be flight attendants and like they wanted to be flight attendants like all their lives and some people never get the opportunity. So I'm so blessed that I was able to get a job as a flight attendant and as quickly as I did as well. Um, the job itself is it's really not that hard. Um, I would say, in my opinion, 
it's really not that hard of a job as far as like learning what you have to do. But I will say it's not a job that everybody can do. So that's that. It's not hard for me. I don't wake up and feel like, you know, when I have to go on a trip or something, be like, I don't want to go. I really never feel like that when I get called to go on a trip. Um, I will say that this job, if you are not already an independent person, it will kind of like, or like somebody that can get things done on their own type of person, it's going to force you to be like that. So for example, I was based in Atlanta. I graduated and they told me, I want to say I had maybe like two days, two or three days before I had to go to work in Atlanta. Mind you, I was living in Virginia. But me doing my research and stuff before I went to training, I kind of already had my my ducks in a row as much as I possibly could. Uh, Another thing is my airline let me know before training even started. Like when they gave me the job, before they even gave me the job, they let us know that we would be based in Atlanta. So I already knew where I was going. A lot of times that is not the case. You get in training and then you find out like at the end of training where you'll be stationed, which I wouldn't have had a problem with that anyway, because I've been in the military. Well, I was on reserve, so I knew I wasn't really going away. But anyway, I've been deployed and they seem the the military will do with you what they will, whether you're in the reserves or actively or not. So that's that. Okay. Um, I kind of already knew what was going on. So I, I, you know, was able to have my ducks in a row. However, I had never been to Atlanta airport whatsoever. I had never stepped foot in Atlanta airport. I think the only, I'm pretty sure the only time I've flown is for, was for, something in the military and I, I went to California once but I don't remember we stopped in Atlanta and I, I don't remember if I had a layover in Atlanta um so on my first day of work I had to get there and like navigate the airport and get to where I need to go which I they didn't really walk us like I don't know how to explain it they don't like walk you through it it's not like oh will you come in um you know, you're going to have a tour of the airport first and yada, got No, none of that. None of that. I had to figure it out. And my first time being at Atlanta airport is for my IOE, which is like your, uh, like after you finish training, you have to do like the hands-on training and pass it pretty much to show that you know your job. So I did my IOE. It was like two days and then I flew back in home to Atlanta and I'm trying to figure out my way to get back on the bus to take me to the employee parking lot so I can get in my car and drive to my home. I could not find where I need to go for literally about, I want to say an hour and a half. Like I was almost into tears. I was almost into tears because I couldn't figure out where to go. And I was asking people for help. They didn't really know. Like it was a time. Okay. I'm trying to tell you, this is not the type of job where it's like, I mean, they have people to help you. They assign me a mentor, but it's it's the type of job where you have to be willing to figure out things on your own. Like, for example, anyway, you're on a plane. You're not going to have your manager there. You know what I'm saying? All the time. No, Your managers aren't. We don't see our managers and talk to our managers every day. When you're a flight attendant, you don't work every day. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a set schedule that's like, oh, Monday through Friday, eight to four. You know what I'm saying? I have managers and I know where they are. But they're not really 
you know, there with you, if that makes sense. Just like, uh, you know, at any other nine to five, it's not like that. You have to really have your own problem solving skills and know how to navigate through things by yourself for real. Um, so what else I want to say? So my schedule, Oh God, I would literally have to do a whole video on this. So I am a new flight attendant. I'm still on reserve, which means I don't have a line. The difference between being on reserve and a line is pretty much reserve is your own call. And a line is like you have an established schedule. Give or take. That's a very loose explanation of it. So me being on reserve, I'm assigned and um. When I say this, I said what I, you know, what I said, I said, and these numbers I'm giving you, those are the numbers. I am uh, assigned to work 20 days a month. So I get 11 off roughly. Uh, well, I get 11 days off a month. I'm pretty sure, like, guarantee it's 11, no matter how many days is in a month. But I'm assigned to be on call for 20, uh, for 14 hours for 20 days. I work the schedule that is like, I'm on call from 4 a.m. to 6 p.m. Literally right now, I'm on call. It's 4 o'clock. I'm on call for the next two hours. They can call me in the next two hours and say, hey, we need you to get on a flight. Um, and then at the end of the month, because I'm on reserve, I am paid 75 hours. That's what I'm guaranteed. Uh if you do the math, 20 times 14, I believe it's 250 or something like that, 218, 280, something like that hours. And I get paid for 75 of them. I literally get paid for a third of the hours. Um, I don't care to go into like deep explanation of that in this podcast. I'm just right now I might have to do a whole separate video on that, but that's just the reality of what it is. Um, so I've had to find other jobs and kind of tweak my schedule the best I can. So another thing about working for my airline in particular, we are able on reserve to drop days if they're available to drop. So every day they need a certain amount of people on um, and people are allowed to drop as long as that number isn't you know, at that number that they need or below it. And that is not guaranteed that you're going to be able to drop because other people may drop it before you. So that's that. Um, other airlines, like I have a friend that is also a flight attendant. She told me that with her airline on reserve, they can't, they can only drop two days max. Um, whereas we, we could drop the whole month if it's available for us to drop. So I'm definitely very fortunate that, except in cases where, there is not anything left for me to drop. I don't have that option. So, yeah. Um, job is not hard. You know, I get on plane, greet people, make sure the seatbelt's on, get my safety demo, um, give drinks and stuff like that. That's honestly my favorite part. My favorite part is doing service. I like to give drinks and I like talking to the passengers and stuff. I'm a comedian, so I like to make them laugh and stuff like that. And then you, I don't really have any bad experiences with passengers. They always tell me I'm pretty and stuff like that, so I love that. Um, I think I've had two like different situations with a passenger, and it wasn't even directly with me. So for one, I had a, pers- a person that didn't want to wear their mask. 
<laughs> so that's that. And then another situation, I, I actually had uh, two passengers that were getting on a plane and one was cursing the other one out. And I don't want to go into detail about that because who knows, like, you know what I'm saying? But one was cursing the other one out. But when they got on the plane, they were very nice to me and it just, it was over. So that's that. Other than that, I don't really have any issues. Um, I did have a passenger, like, I don't know. I was walking down the aisle and they just like grabbed me, not grabbed me. Like they were trying to hurt me, but like grabbed me. Like, can you get me some something, something when it could have just been like, you know, so that's that. Other than that, haven't had any um, bad experiences with passengers and I'm claiming that I'm not. Okay. I feel like I just give off such a radiant energy and such a positive energy into the universe. So it just all comes back to me. And, you know, sometimes people may have a little attitude or not speak back when I speak to them or something like that. But I don't take it personal because maybe they're having a bad day. But that's them. I'm not ready to have a bad day because you ain't speak to me. It's okay, honey. It's really not that serious to me. So, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else I could say about the job. Um, I like staying in the hotel rooms. Most of the time, they're pretty nice. The only problem I really have with my hotel room sometimes is like sometimes it won't have a refrigerator or it won't have a microwave. I don't like that. Um, as far as my layovers, I don't really get good layovers. <sighs> I don't really get good layovers to be like out going somewhere. But even if I did, I probably still wouldn't because that's just me. But I need to get out of the habit of that and like explore. Usually my layovers are like if I get in super late, if I get in super late, like 10, 11 o'clock, I won't have to fly out until like 3 the next day but that would mean i have to be at the airport by two and i'd be tired if i got in late you know what i'm saying i was flying all day i'll be tired so it's not really no time to explore um if i get in early seven o'clock eight o'clock my my flight or my call time is probably going to be like 5 a.m so that's that and i don't know about y'all but i'm not the type of party animal that's going to be out partying when i got to go to work the next day that don't work for me i need all my good sleep so that is that i'm trying to think what else i could talk about as far as like the job i don't want to be leaving nothing out i'm i'm grateful for the job i really am um but the first year like i said is very hard and i i honestly y'all a couple weeks ago i was ready to quit i was ready to quit and i was ready to pack my stuff up and go back to virginia okay and move back in with my aunt and my aunt told me she's like you know you can always come back here you can bring your stuff blah blah, blah but you can't come back here without that flight attendant job that's pretty much what she told me. So I was just like, all right, if my aunt saying this, and my aunt be the first person to be like, I'm like, I'm tired of this job. I can't do this. Blah, blah. She's like, come on home, baby. Come on. But my aunt told me no. <laughs> so I figured out what it is that I need to do. And I'm just going to push through. I feel like I can't be like, oh, I can't push. I, I can't. I can't do this for a year when I worked so hard to get this job y'all I worked so hard and I manifested this for myself I have never wanted something and worked for something so hard in my life as I did for this opportunity as a flight attendant and to move to Atlanta never in my whole entire life never have and I feel like if I gave if I gave the army eight years of my life then why can I not if I get an army eight years of my life, why can I not give this a year? 
know what I'm saying? Why can't I give this a year? I get armor at eight years of my life. I've been through basic training and some change. I done been broke as hell before. When I was in Richmond, I done been broke as hell and was fine. Been ready to been put out my apartment. Car got repossessed and some change. Why can't I push through for something that I wanted so, so bad? So I decided to continue to push through. Now, as far as living in Atlanta goes and being a flight attendant and my relationships, love life and friends. So first, I'm going to start off by saying that I have not really made any new friends in Atlanta at all. I have like... I have, okay, so becoming a flight attendant, I made new friends. I made friends with the people, you know, that I was training with, some people or whatever. My roommate is somebody that I train with as well, so that's a friend that I have. But we barely even see each other. We work, and that's that. We see each other in passing sometimes. Um, I got a job at Hooters, so I was working at Hooters, and I met a couple girls there. But other than that, I have not went out at all to do anything. And to make any friends. And um, I decided recently that I want to change that. So, well, I ain't going to hold you. I don't know about the friends. Like, I'm not really pressed on making friends. I'm open to it. But it's not like something I'm like, oh, I need to get out and make friends. I really don't necessarily feel that way. I do feel like I need to get out and, like, explore around me. But that's a whole nother topic we'll get back to that a little bit later on um as far as dating goes okay my my love life since i moved from richmond i have dated since i moved to well talk to chatty with whatever two people and they were in richmond and that did not go well not because of distance or anything like that but because of other reasons but that just goes to show I left that place so I shouldn't be there's I don't want to say there's nothing there for me because my family is there my friends are there but why would I leave and want to explore a whole new world a whole new something and still be dating back there then as far as Atlanta before I moved here I had when I came here for an interview I actually met two guys and they were very nice um and when I moved here, I, you know, I talked to them from time to time. And then one, you know, was getting, you know, kind of chatty with. But that didn't work out either. So, and I'm at the point now where it's like, I just, I don't want to date anyway. There's so many other things I need to be doing. So, I'm not focusing on dating. I don't know what the dating scene is in Atlanta. I'm really not open to finding out. After I've seen certain numbers and statistics of certain things, I'm really not interested in that anyway. But now, after the experiences I've had in the past couple months, like just in general, and with what I'm trying to do and what I have going on, I just don't want to date. So that's my dating experience. And then as far as being a flight attendant goes, I ain't going to hold y'all. I be flying. I meet handsome men every day when I fly. I see them everywhere. And I feel like this this job has just opened up my what do you call it perspectives my i don't know the possibility me possibility of me dating other people oh i mean i okay so i flew into laguardia airport a couple weeks ago 
or maybe it was just like a week ago, but I had met a guy there and it's just like, I mean, I never, I didn't really start talking to him, but, um, it made it where I can, I feel like it's, that's a possibility for me to like date whoever the hell I want to date and date wherever I want to date. Like being a flight attendant makes that possible for me because I can get on a plane and just go fly. And I already had a like long distance and stuff like that. That doesn't bother me um, because I, I've been in the military. So it, it just don't bother me. So I, when I do begin to date, I know that I have more possibilities and there's, you know, other places I can reach out, you know, as far as dating go. Um, now, back to the friends thing. As far as my friendships, how they have changed or not changed or whatever, with me moving here, many of them have not changed. Um, I'm watching a few right now deteriorate, but I don't think that has to do with me moving at all. I think it's just is what it is. So that's that. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is just like what it's like living in Atlanta. And like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, I have not even been anywhere. Like literally, the only places I've been to in Atlanta is like, I went to McDonald's before. I go to Walmart or food. What? Have I been to a food line? They don't have a food. They don't have food line in Atlanta. What am I talking about? I've been to Walmart, Publix. Um, and then I go to work. Like I get gas at the gas station down the street and I go to work. So I literally have not been anywhere, like even out to eat or anything. And when I was working at Hooters, you know, I would go to Hooters. So into the bank to make a deposit. So I literally have not been anywhere to do or see anything. And it's been four months. So that's an issue. And I'm going to work on fixing that because that's a part of the reason why I wanted to move to Atlanta. Anyway, it's so much culture out here. And with me trying to do my influencing thing, I'm sure there's plenty of places for me to go out here and take pictures. There's plenty of places for me to like go sell my waist beads and anklets and stuff like that. There's plenty of places that I can go and give me some good food. There's plenty of places I can go hand out my business cards and stuff like that. So we're definitely going to be working on that um, in the coming weeks or whatever. And I'm also going to be working on using my flight benefits. As y'all know, as a flight attendant, I get to fly for the free. And it's a thing with flight attendants to like, be like, oh, today I'm going to go to Texas for lunch and get up and do that. And I haven't done that. The only place I flew using my benefits is home to handle business and stuff like that. So I'm going to be working on that. I want to be, you know, enjoying myself this year and enjoying you know, the perks that I have and like being, you know, enjoying my company, enjoying my, and my, enjoying myself and my own company and, you know, dating myself, like actively dating myself, taking myself on dates and things like that. So I'm going to be working on that. I don't know when I'm going to change it, but I'll be working on it for sure. Um, what else I about to say? What it's like living in Atlanta. Traffic definitely be busting from time to time. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, like I said, I ain't really met a lot of people here, but I'm really not trying to believe the narrative that people have. Like, I 
I didn't see so many YouTube videos and heard so many horror stories about living in Atlanta and like the people that are in Atlanta and stuff like that and they doing things to you and stuff like that. I'm not even I'm not even accepting that narrative. I'm not inviting that narrative into my life. I believe that when I put myself out there and I start meeting people and going places that I will have positive experiences. And if I do happen to come across somebody that has bad intentions or just, you know, I don't know, got something going on with themselves that I recognize it quickly and I'm able to get myself away. That's it. I already told you I already had experience in dating or whatever and I just wash my hands of it. Anybody got time? Anybody got time? I enjoy the fact that I'm in a new space and I think I let the things that I'm dealing with make make me forget why I came here and like the blessing that is in me being here. Like I get to come to a new place and be whoever it is I want to be. Not that I'm going to be nobody other than me, but you know what I'm saying? Nobody knows me here. I have a clean slate. I can go anywhere, do anything. So yeah. Um, as far as my mental health goes, I don't really have a problem with, um, being away from home or like I moved from my hometown and now I'm alone. I like to be alone. I've been in the military. Like I say, I've been deployed. So I'm used to being away from my family and stuff. I did have a time where I just was going through something and I just did not have anybody physically here for me, for me to just hug on or whatever. But that's just what it is. Um, I don't really feel like I'm not homesick and I won't be going home anytime soon. I mean, I won't be going home, but I won't be moving back to Richmond no time soon, honey. And I really was considering it a couple weeks ago and I wasn't even considering it. I had my mind made up. Like, that's what I was going to do. I was going to go home. So with that being said, my mental health is pretty good. Um, Whatever issues I'm dealing with now is... Just things that even if I was home, I still would be feeling the type of way about them. It has nothing to do with me living here or moving or wanting to move back. So that's that. Now, the last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was finances. Um, I don't know. Maybe a couple years ago, it was cheap to live in Georgia. But as y'all know, everywhere, the prices is going up on rent and stuff like that. Gas prices, sky high, whatever. So the same thing is here. And with me working as a flight attendant, like they say, the first year is the hardest. It's the hard. It's hard because of finances, and you're not getting necessary. You're not getting paid necessarily enough to even pay your bills, and you're trying to figure out how to get a second job around the fact that you have to be on call twenty days, and do you want to drop days and things like that? If you can drop days and finding a job that's going to work with that. So I was working at Hooters, and I ended up quitting. Or like, I didn't necessarily quit. I was going to go to Richmond and get a transfer to a Hooters there. But I didn't because I'm not moving. Um, So I was working at Hooters and, you know, kind of trying to make me a little bit of change. But I don't know if I would even go back or try to get my job back there because um, it was just a lot. Like working at Hooters was easy as heck. But it's just a lot trying to balance everything. So balance, balancing being a flight attendant, working at Hooters, YouTube, plus me bring back my business, which I've done recently. 
I brought back Shop Pretty Ray, which I sell waist beads and beaded jewelry, anklets, things like that. So make sure you guys go check it out at Shop Pretty Ray and support. And um, yeah, so I just decided I had to buck it down. And like I had, I was exhausting myself and I made a podcast about this last week about burnout and things like that. So I decided to buck it down and focus back on my business, my YouTube and just building my personal brand for the year. And of course, my playtime job, I'm not giving that up. So, yeah, I'm just trying to navigate, figure out, you know, what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it. And I just, I'm just being faithful in the Lord and trusting the process and knowing that as long as I'm putting in that work, there's not anything that God is going to deny me. Like, he's going to make sure I'm okay, period. So, that's that. It was something else I wanted to tell y'all about. I was talking about working at Hooters. I was talking about... Oh, something else about living in Atlanta. So I recently just got another like boost and spark of like wanting to get back into my influencing and just like going hard with everything I'm doing. And that's because I got reached out to by uh, by a magazine, Voyage Atlanta. It's an Atlanta-based magazine about me being an entrepreneur. Like they wanted to interview me about me being an entrepreneur. And I will put the interview in the description of this video or this podcast if you listen to it and that just like somebody referred me to them and I don't know they didn't tell me who it was but I just thought that was crazy and I just feel like if I can do that like still being cooped up in my room what can I do if I get out here and really be get on my shit like so that just inspired me to like just really get up and push and like really renewed my view of like I'm here, I'm in Atlanta, I moved, I'm a flight attendant, I have all these opportunities for content, I have all these opportunities for my business, for my brand, for development, for just everything, for my spiritual journey, my mental health. I just have a brand new, fresh, clean slate and I was letting the negative things that I'm experiencing like cloud everything else, but everything's going to be okay, okay? And I'm not moving back to Virginia. Atlanta will be home for a while. I don't know how long, maybe the year, maybe two years, who knows? But I'm not ready to just be like, oh, forget being a flight attendant, forget living in Atlanta. I'm going back to Richmond. It's not happening. It can't happen, Catherine. Okay, so with that being said, I think that's pretty much all I have to say um, on this episode. I do want to thank everybody for their love and support watching my videos. Those who um, support my business, share my stuff, share my videos, like my posts, like anything, words of encouragement, prayers, anything. Like I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. I cannot even begin to tell y'all because sometimes it gets so hard for me. I just be ready to just be like, nah. Not no more, but y'all always come through like for me, and I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. Like, I don't even know how to express it to y'all how much I be needing it. Like, and y'all just do it for me every time, and y'all just be believing in me even when I don't believe in myself. And I appreciate y'all, my friends, my friends that's hold me down through this time period right here reaching out giving love and support understanding you know what i'm dealing with and just giving me that space to deal with it and 
and and and and figure it out for myself. I truly appreciate y'all. Like I really, really do. Y'all do not understand like the way that people pour into me. It's just crazy, and I just truly appreciate it. Um, with that being said, um, yeah, I'm gonna wrap this up. But if you feel like you want to take a risk, you want to take a chance, you want to be a flight attendant, you want to move to another state or whatever, and have a fresh start, I encourage you to do so. Okay, it, it may not be easy, but it it would definitely be worth it. And if it don't work out, you can always go back home. But you better try before you go back. Okay. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to this episode of Money Making Honey Podcast. I'll see you in my next episode. Bye.